0: I like to cook, and the one thing I've come to learn is that the best way to improve the flavor of any dish is to make sure you're using high quality ingredients, which is why I love using ButcherBox to get all my meat, poultry, and fish products. They are far and away the best option out there, so if you haven't yet ordered from them, I highly encourage you to give them a try today. Not only do they give you tons of options, you can get any cut you want and it's always top of the line. But It's also way more convenient than going to the butcher or grocery store. They always provide free delivery right to your door. They have awesome ribeyes, strip steaks, and steak tips that have all the right marbling, chicken wings, breasts, and thighs full of flavor, and their fish is all wild caught with no additives. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of those premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash scarymysteries and use code scarymysteries to choose your free offer and get $20 off. So one more time, because this is key. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code SCARYMYSTERIES, get $20 off your first box. No matter how far you run from them, childhood tragedies have a way of catching back up with you. So is true of elite scuba diver, Veronica West, who's about to encounter something unexplainable at the bottom of the ocean, something that will draw her back to her home on Sinclair Island, Maine. There, she'll lead a dangerous rescue mission to the bottom of the Bay of Fundy, home of the world's largest tides, and something horrific down in the depths. Listen to Narcosis, the latest horror fiction show on Realm's premier horror channel, Undertow. Narcosis is available now. Search for Undertow or Narcosis wherever podcasts are served. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, October 2021. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for October 2021. Number 5. Michelle Martinko For more than four decades the community of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, have been wondering who actually killed their hometown resident, Michelle Martinko. But new developments in forensic science has helped finally put an end to this gruesome mystery. The brutal killing of Michelle has always been believed to be perpetrated by someone who knew her personally. The 18-year-old, who was a senior at Cedar Rapids Kennedy High School back in 1979, had just finished doing her shopping at a newly opened mall. She was about to get home when an initially unidentified assailant accosted her inside her car, which was a Buick Electra. A struggle then followed, in which Michelle was reportedly stabbed 30 times by the perpetrator. She was left to bleed and die inside the vehicle, which was still parked at the mall. Having failed to return home on that evening of December 19, 1979, her parents called the police, who then immediately conducted a search. On the morning of December twentieth, then, authorities found the student dead inside her Buick Electra. Her money was intact, and the medical examiner determined that the victim had not been sexually assaulted. However, the horrifying number of stab wounds and knife slices all over her body led investigators to believe that this had to be a crime of passion. This means that the killer must have been someone who personally knew Michelle. The emergence of DNA as a forensic tool used for crime fighting helped the Cedar Rapids police to first identify the suspect as a male. The DNA sample came from a drop of blood found on the girl's black dress that she wore that evening. Working on their first theory, the comps collected and matched the DNA samples from over a hundred different people considered to be closely acquainted to the deceased. But when the results failed to back up their angle, police were forced to consider the fact that the murderer could be a total stranger. Armed with nothing but a single DNA sample, the Cedar Rapids police had to sit on the case for almost 40 years. New tips and information did surface from time to time, but nothing was ever conclusive. In 2015, a new team of detectives took over the cold case. Inspired by the successful capture of the elusive Golden State Killer, investigators then reached out to genealogy companies for help in tracing the person's identity. In 2018, a possible match was finally found. It was from a woman from Vancouver, Washington, who shared DNA markers with the suspect. Filtering further through the data, authorities were able to narrow down the results, and they came across the woman's distant relative, a man named Jerry Burns. The DNA match was deemed enough to arrest the man from Manchester, Iowa. In February of 2020, Burns, who was 25 years old when he murdered Michelle, then went on trial. In that same month, then, a 67-year-old was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Justice for Michelle Martinko may have been delayed, but the closure in her case is a testament on how dedicated our police are in finding ways to solve even the coldest of crimes. Number 4. Octogenarian Bank Robber Studies revealed that ex-convicts who have served long prison sentences are more likely to go back behind bars. Curiously, it's not really because they failed to reform, but rather for some interesting reasons. In January of 2018, a man named Robert Krebs carried out an armed heist at a credit union bank in Arizona. Armed only with a BB gun, the 84-year-old man held two bank tellers at gunpoint and robbed them of more than $8,000. Because he didn't care to wear a mask or a disguise, authorities were able to track him down pretty easily. Barely a day after the incident, Krebs was then arrested, without any incident, inside his motel room where he'd been residing. It's worth noting that the octogenarian committed the felony barely seven months after he was released from prison, for 1981 bank robbery, which he was serving more than 30 years for. Prior to that, he was jailed for almost 20 years for theft and armed robbery convictions. He was also incarcerated before this for three years after he was found guilty of embezzlement back in 1966. This man practically lived his entire life behind bars. During his trial, the old man's lawyer revealed some of the most harrowing reasons why he did the Tucson robbery, one of which is that the accused simply just wanted to go back to the penitentiary. Apparently, he felt like he would no longer fit into society after having spent decades of his life in prison. In a statement to his lawyer, Krebs said the seven months that he was out was probably one of the worst times in his life. He was struggling to adjust to life outside the prison walls, and it also didn't help that he was obviously in his advanced years. Aside from that, Krebs said that his monthly Social Security payment of $800 just wasn't enough for him to live in his new environment. The same amount, however, was supposedly sufficient when he was in his usual habitat. Consequently, the judge sentenced him to more than 21 years in prison for carrying out the armed robbery. Just like most of us, when placed in a new setting, former inmates also feel intimidated and overwhelmed. It's easy to understand if they would prefer to go back to the same crowd of people that they used to associate with. After all, finding new friends is a hard thing to do nowadays. Number 3. Vanishing of Britain's Most Wanted Woman If you're in the UK, it's highly likely that the phone you're using to watch this video could have come from this woman, now included on Britain's most-wanted list. Sarah Panitsky, from Fulford, York, has evaded the combined efforts of the National Crime Agency, Interpol, Crime Stoppers, as well as the HMRC, which is the American equivalent of the IRS. The 47-year-old fugitive once headed a criminal organization comprised of 17 other people they've all been accused of tax fraud stemming from their scam which would be to purchase cheap mobile phones abroad and then bringing them back to the country without paying a vat they would then sell them for a huge profit the nca said that her gang had sold more smartphones in the UK than all of the other legitimate UK-based phone shops combined. For this, Penitsky and company were able to launder approximately £1 billion or around $1.5 billion in profits. To make the money harder to trace, the York woman devised a system in which she would control the group's accounts remotely using different IP addresses. She and several other cohorts had traveled in other places like Dubai, Spain, and Andorra, where their influence was believed to have spread. In August of 2013, she was ordered by HM Revenue and Customs to pay 2.4 million euros or go to jail. At this point, she chose to evade punishment and has been on the run ever since. Meanwhile, all of her 17 other companions had already been rounded up and made to face a total of 135 years in prison. Originally from Barcelona, but brought up in Yorkshire, Panitsky is now believed to be hiding out in Spain. The NCA is urging the public to provide any information on her whereabouts. The woman is described to be around 5 foot 6 inches tall with a slim build, blue eyes, and Mousie's straight hair. Number 2, Leslie McCrae Case. Considering the brutal fate she suffered, the family friends and loved ones of Leslie Case probably remember Christmas in a different light than most of us. It was Christmas Eve 1985 when McCrae and her boyfriend woke up to a man with a knife at their apartment on St. John's Avenue in Jacksonville, Florida. The suspect then tied her partner with neckties before leaving the building with her. Having managed to free himself from the restraints, the boyfriend quickly called 911 to report the incident. Several hours later, a passerby then discovered the woman's nude body ditched on the side of the road. It was a very bloody scene, one investigator said. She incurred a lot of wounds on her head and chest. Evidence was collected at the scene by the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, and a DNA profile was made, but they couldn't find a match from the country's criminal database. With no further leads or information to work on, then, the JSO Homicide Unit was forced to suspend the investigation on the case. For many decades, no one knew who kidnapped and killed the 17-year-old on the night of December 24, 1985. But in 2020, the victim's family members decided to reach out to Florida's Project Cold Case website and ask for their help. After reexamining the physical evidence gathered from the original crime scene, the new investigators were able to generate a major lead that ushered them to the identification of a potential suspect. Without revealing too many of their details, authorities simply confirmed that their DNA research had finally yielded a match to an inmate currently incarcerated at a Michigan correctional facility. This person in question is David Austin, and in August of 2021, a grand jury indicted the 59-year-old for the kidnapping and murder of McCray back in December of 85. The police said that Austin had once resided in Jacksonville, but later left the state, probably after the McRae incident. Three years later, he was then caught committing crimes in Michigan and got locked up there ever since. Authorities are now requesting for his extradition back to Florida, where he's expected to face trial for the McRae murder. The public has yet to know what pushed Austin to do such a horrendous act to the girl, whose life he mercilessly extinguished on the night before Christmas. Number one, founder of Hillsong Church. Perfect Love, Sing to the Lord, Cornerstone and Oceans. These are just but some of the most popular worship songs from the Christian band Hillsong United. The group is closely tied to its mother church the Hillsong Church, which is located in Sydney, Australia. And while this congregation is known for its uplifting musical numbers, their reputation also happens to be marred with downgrading controversies, and this story is just but one of them. In 2014, officers of Australia's Royal Commission on Institutional Responses of Child Abuse accused Brian Houston the co-founder of the mega Church of concealing information regarding sexual abuse within their organization. The report said that Mr. Houston knew about the sexual misconduct committed against a seven-year-old boy, but chose not to tell the police about it. What's even more unnerving about this matter is that it was his father, Frank Houston, who allegedly committed the heinous act. The Australian police report indicated that the elder Houston, who died back in 2004, had sexually abused the young boy while the accused was staying at the victim's family's home between the years of 1969 and 1970. In 1999, the younger Houston learned about it, and he even confronted his father, who at this point in time had essentially confessed about his misdeed. He also purportedly met up with the church leadership to talk about the co-founder's misdemeanor. However, he failed to report the allegations directly to the authorities. Even more, the organization itself chose not to conduct its own investigation regarding the controversy. They didn't even question the victim nor the perpetrator about the accusations that time. Basically, the church handled the matters in their own hands and did nothing to abate the problem. The investigation, which began in 2019, proceeded with a formal charge served to Houston in August of 2021. He and his wife, Bobby, had been living in the U.S. when the charge was made and they had to fly back to Australia to face the music. In October of that same year, the pastor's legal representative announced that their client would not plead guilty. In a statement released to the public, the church leader maintained his innocence, and the trial, which is set to resume towards the end of 2021, should serve as an opportunity for him to set the record straight. Amidst the scandal, Houston remains to be the global senior pastor of Hillsong Church and all of its satellite assemblies established in more than 30 countries all around the world. It shouldn't really come as a big surprise for an organization as large as the Hillsong Church to be riddled with rumors and controversies. However, for it to involve the heads themselves is very off-putting, and at this point, people can't help but question the integrity of the people running the place and of their work. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for October 2021. Every day we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so many more to uncover. If you guys liked this video, then please subscribe and check out some of our other ones by clicking on the videos on the right. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.